Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 211, Giving Thanks. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Purple Pants Podcast. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. How is everyone doing? I hope this podcast finds you in a positive and safe space. We have come to the time of the year that we are giving thanks. Thanksgiving is upon us this week. And so I know a lot of people will be traveling home. Y'all be in the kitchen cooking up some good sweet potato pie, some candy yams, some turkey, some ham some greens, some stuffing, you know, just spending time with your family. And I hope that, you know, you enjoy this holiday season. It's been a year. It's been a year. And so, you know, you y'all know me. I love the holidays. I love to get to see Barb and my nephews, my nieces, my brothers and everyone. So I'm really excited for this holiday season. However, at the same time, your baby boy got anxiety out the wazoo because, you know, your baby boy is booked and busy. 
I, uh, after the holidays, I'm taking Barb and John. We're going on a cruise, a little family vacation. My sister is coming. Wendell's family is going. So it's really going to be such a fun time. Then we get back from the cruise. And then, you know, your baby boy is off to Washington, D.C. for Bryson Wynn Presents. Then I'm going to a charity event in Florida. Then we're off to L.A. And, you know, all the meanwhile, your baby boy only got... About four more hours of PTO. So I'm not sure how we're going to make that work, but we're going to make it do what it do. And, you know, I got to serve the posse and get the posse some podcasts while I'm away. So, baby boy got a lot uh, to be thankful for. Because let's just be clear I am very thankful that I am stressed out about being so busy. However, whew, your baby boy just want to sit on my couch and wet my whistle and just figure out what's going on. But and even given all of that, this weekend, baby, your baby boy had a time. Big D, you know, Derek Frazier from The Cookout, the runner-up in Big Brother season 23. His birthday was last week and he had a party this weekend and, you know, Wendell and I helped him get it together and it was, when I tell y'all, it was a time. Okay, we put on a panel on Saturday with Will Omega. He was on Big Brother One. He was the first boot. And myself, Wendell, uh, Cinco from Love Island, Derek, Tiffany, and Hannah, we all spoke at uh, a free event in Philadelphia to really talk about what it is like to be black on reality TV. And I really just appreciated all of the people that came out because, you know, the posse was in the building. And I just really honestly appreciated... the vulnerability that was in that space during that conversation. Um, it really kind of just sort of turned into like, just, you know, when you just have some special places and like the magic is moving through the air. I just, I honestly learned so much about Tiffany, so much about Hannah, so much about Cinco, so much about myself. There were like some things in that moment that like I made proclamations to that, what I want in the future. And, and for the longest time, Posse, I have been struggling with like, What's next? What do I want? Like, I, I don't know really where I want my life to go. And I, I think that it's important for you to visualize what's next in your life, because if you can visualize it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can believe it. Or maybe if you could believe it, you could see it and then it can happen. And so, you know, I just share some special things. And so that was just really such a, a great time. So thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Wendell. And thank you, Will, for putting that on. And then, you know, we had to party. OK, we had to party and Derek's Big Brother family came on in the town. I got the chance to meet the amazing Taylor, the winner of seasoned Big Brother 24. And when I just tell y'all, she is an angel, like truly an angel. And I always get nervous when I meet people, just when I meet other reality people in the the industry because you know Survivor Kagiyan was such a long time ago and I just be feeling like, you know, people ain't gonna know who I am or just like, or sometimes you meet some reality star people and they just are huh, too good for anybody. When I just tell you, Taylor was the sweetest person ever. So humble. So like we just had some great conversations and it was just like, I'm just like, I see why she won Big Brother and I see why the haters was hating on her because she is truly beautiful, intelligent, smart, and funny. And so I just was so happy to hang out with Taylor. And you know, Joseph was right there with her. I had to fight Joseph off me, okay? He was all over me. I said, Joseph, 
your girlfriend is right there. Get up off of me. But no, Joseph is so funny, so so attractive. Okay. Listen, if you think Taylor and Joseph look attractive in their photos, baby, see them in person. I said, Joseph, you got an uncle. You got, I mean, I know you got a brother, but listen, hooks me up. Uh, they were just so amazing. And, you know, Cinco from Love Island and the challenge was there. And y'all know I love me some Cinco. First of all, I had posted a little video of Cinco. When I tell y'all the way my DMs was lighting up for Cinco. And again, Cinco is another amazing person. And I was telling Wendell this story when we were coming back from the event. Is that like me as like a black gay man. Whenever I interact specifically, and I'm, you know, listen, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. Whenever I meet new people or, or specifically whenever I meet like other black men, I, um, I've got trauma from my past and that like, you know, I was bullied uh, in high school and specifically like by the black men in my classes. So I always have this like thought process in my head that like black men aren't going to like me or they're going to like make fun of me. And so like, I always have like that going into just meeting specifically black men or just like, you know, like a, a cis gendered heterosexual man. And I was explaining to Wendell that sometimes when I meet other like men, it's like this energy, like you could just as a gay man. And I'm sure my other queer people out there, you can kind of attest to this when somebody is not here for the community or like or or have a prejudice against us you can sense it it's like this uncomfort it, it's just this like uncomfortability in the air and i was explaining the window like i don't know if it's that people are prejudiced or like they had uh, me being in myself makes them uncomfortable in their sexuality and so like you meet people and it's just like uh, you don't know and then i was explaining to him that then you meet some people and it's just like they they make you feel comfortable like you and if you know me I I am the type of friend or the person I will always cut up make a joke and I have so many text chains with people that all it is is us just joking and sending gifts to each other and I just say that to say that like I met Cinco about a year ago but like every time that I'm with Cinco he is just so nice, so welcoming. We cut up, we go back and forth. And it's just like, I just love to be around that energy in the space. And then I had to cut Cinco out because it was his brother's birthday. So he brought his brother to Philly. N not Cinco got a brother named Bryce. I said, Cinco, why you ain't never tell me? He was like, you never asked. But I was like, well, listen, now you got two brothers. Okay, one spell Bryce with a Y, the other spell Bryce with an I. Um, and then there was Aza. You know, I love my girl. Aza was in the building and... Uh, I could just go on and on about my eyes. I, Hannah, I love Hannah. Tiffany, there were just so many amazing big brother people. And I just love the community that we are cultivating as like black reality stars and just really kind of supporting uh, each other. Chanel from season 42 was there. Nellie Nell was in the building. And I just love just to see the friendships, the bond and us uplifting each other and also us knowing how to have a good time because baby when we was at reserve lounge this weekend we was cutting up okay I had brought my good friend sarah out she hadn't been out in a long time baby i won't tell the story on the podcast sarah but listen sarah had a time that night okay child she had to sleep over i said all right baby you ain't going nowhere you stayed on my couch 
Okay, but we had a time, a time, a time, a time, a time. Baby boy is tired. I still feel like I need to recover from this weekend. But again, happy birthday to Derek. I'm really excited for this week's episode. Okay, we are giving thanks. You know, we got our church announcements after our church announcements. It's giving the pit stop with Brooke Camhai and myself. We are breaking down Amazing Race season 34, episode nine. And Always with our, well, not always, but sometimes, because listen, we'd be going back and forth. But with this episode in particular, you can head over to Bryce Isaiah on YouTube and you can watch the video of Brooke and I breaking down the most recent episode of Amazing Race. It's been a while, so we brought back advice with Bryce. You know, I love advice with Bryce. So listen, send me some emails. I want to get back into advice with Bryce. Okay. Purplepantspodcast at gmail.com. And we got the freak of the week. And again, before we get into the church announcements, I just have to say I had such an amazing time this weekend with my reality TV family. However, on Sunday... I had heard the news of the Colorado Spring shooting of Club Q, an LGBTQ plus nightclub where a gunman went in there and opened fired and killed 10 or excuse me, killed five and injured multiple people. And it just truly breaks my heart because, you know, the platform that I am working on building is nothing about acceptance and love. And it's just like, it makes me so mad that like somebody could hate us for us just trying to live our lives to have a good time. You're always saying people are always saying in the media, it's this gay agenda. We're like, you know, and it's like all we are trying to do is live live and it just it truly frustrates me that all the anti-lgbtq legislation and both sides discourse falsely position us as threats to heterosexual cisgender people's way of life when really we just want to live it's always been unsafe to be queer or trans in this country and now again the tension is cut with bullets my heart My prayers and my thoughts are with the people from Club Q. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
What's up, what's up, what's up, R-Hat? It's your baby boys, Bryce and Wen. And this is Bryce and Wen Present. Why always gotta be so awkward? Okay, anyway, I've been enjoying Survivor 43. I love this cast. We got Carla, our boy James, we got the ridiculous Cody. Oh, Wen, Sammy, the Alligabler, well, the Brightsigator, Wen Deezy, and Jack Atkins cover Survivor every week on the Purple Pants podcast, Survivor News. Did you just say Brightsigator? Okay, we just want to express our appreciation for you, the RHAB listeners. Yes, thank you so much for your continued support for the baby boys over the years. Just wanted to remind everyone that we have two dates left for our Bryce and Wynn present Survivor 43 Watch Party Tour. Let's give the listeners a discount when... Yes, yes, Bryce Gator. We'll be in D.C. on December 7th and Los Angeles for the finale on December 14th. Use promo code RHAP10, that is RHAP10, for a $10 discount on all tickets. Make sure you head over to the Bryce and Wynn present Instagram and Bryce and Wynn Twitter. Give us a follow. Click the link in our bio for the tickets. Thank y'all so, so much. We will see you soon. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. And we are back this week with your Amazing Race Season 34, Episode 9, Pit Stop. And of course, I am joined by the amazing, the talented, the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, Brooke Cam High. Brookie Pooh, welcome back to the Pit Stop. Hi, nice to see your face. Yes, nice to see you as well. I am, I was really excited to talk to you this week about this week's episode because I just felt like this reminds me of, again, you know, I always relate everything to Survivor, but this reminds me of like getting like towards the end of Survivor, the end challenges where it's like a matter of like endurance puzzle and just like strength i love these type of challenges because i feel like oh and we are joined by bacon bacon is back on the podcast bacon is back on the podcast bacon bacon. knocked out my power bacon just did it which just hmm so sorry Bacon. Uh, hold on. I love it. Everything. I need that. The original Purple Pants Posse. You know, if Brooke and I are covering Amazing Race, then you know it's not really covering Amazing Race if Bacon does not interrupt us. So that means, listen, we are doing something right and Bacon is interrupting us. So I love it. It's always good to have Bacon back. But what I was saying was that, like, I just love this challenge is that, like, it's anyone's game. And it's just like, there's so many different like pieces to it. However, I feel like in the, the four to three seasons of the, ch- I'm about to say the challenge of Amazing Race that I have seen. Normally in these challenges, there isn't really a huge jump in places. Normally yeah. the jump is you kind of see who going home. Like the writing's on the wall, in my opinion, but. And I think if this was a single leg instead of a mega leg, then maybe that would have been the case. But we're only halfway through. So, and, and yeah. again, I, I feel like, is this the third time Phil has lied to us this season? I hate to call Phil a liar. I'm a big fan of Phil. But we knew there were going to be some 
We're not calling them non-elimination legs. We're calling them like, I don't know, continuation legs. Right. I don't think anyone could have foreseen, you know, the COVID leg, but I mean, they had to do something to fill the season or they would have had to put 15 teams on right. season to begin with. So I, I'm not going to call Phil a liar. I mean, he's not a liar. No, but, I mean, but you know, it was, but, it was convenient marketing. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> can I, um, wait, can I tell you some way? Cause I text you this. Yes. Can I tell you some tea that, you know, for the Philadelphia fans, I'm minding my business this week. And, you know, I am in the downtown area having to, you know, go to some meetings. And it's like a whole bunch of stuff in the Philadelphia area, like with these. And I'm like, what's going on? But, you know, I'm just minding my business because, one, I want to pay the parking meter to make sure I don't go take it. And I want to, like, do what I need to do. Um, And then when I get out, I, there's, like, more people gathering around this hotel. And I'm like, um, what's going on? So as I'm, like, walking back to my car, I'm, like, asking somebody. And I'm like, do you know what's going on? They was like, I think they're filming Amazing Race. I said, ha! I pulled out my phone. I text Brooke immediately. I was like, girl, I think they filmed it. I'm in Philadelphia. And I but said, I, go see Phil. And what did you do? You didn't go see Phil. Girl, like, I'm going to not. And so, like, I'm in, like, just group. Hi, I'm Bryce from the Purple. I should have had a little press. But I'm Bryce from the Purple Pants podcast. <laughs> let me through. Let me through. Let me through. But I did a little <laughs> research. Spoiler alert. Uh, but, I mean, I guess they might be filming the finale or filmed the finale. Right. I have always said, I said this, I don't know, I was in Philadelphia, mm, I don't know, five years ago, maybe. I mean, I've been since, but about five years ago, I went with the guy that I was then dating and we did the Rocky set. You do all this stuff. And they have a street called Race Street in mm. Philadelphia. And there are all of these flags, or at least there used to be up and down the Still street. There. And we said that they should film. They, there has never been a finale in Philadelphia that they should film a finale in Philadelphia. It is ripe for a finale because of the flags, because of, there could be a cool memory challenge. And, and it's called Race Street. Like, I think, I think that maybe they finally listened to what I had to say, because I'm sure I had something to do with it. And I would be thrilled to see a finale in Philadelphia. It's a great city for a finale. I was like, oh my God. Like, is this the start? I, I just thought it was like so weird that I was like, now nah, I'm covering it with the winner of C29. And I'm just happened to be downtown and I like see all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on, but let me just, you know, do what I need to do. I don't know how I'm you didn't try and get yourself in the background and then just sort of be on TV. And then when we did the finale of the 35, you'd be like, did you, go, did be you like, see me on TV? I'd be like, what are you doing? You should have just hidden it for me and gotten yourself on television. That would have been hilarious. They weren't filming or anything. It was just, it seemed like a production was like setting oh, up and mm -hmm. they were like, clearly they were in a hotel and like whatever. But I was just like, what's going on? Like, and then somebody was like, I think it's Amazing Race. I was like, Amazing Race. So anyway, you know, if it's in Philadelphia, y'all mark this, play it back. Cause I, t I told y'all first. Love this. I love this. Okay. So for this episode, season okay. 34, the not Philadelphia leg, um, we have five teams left and we are doing a mega leg, which we know means two roadblocks, two detours, two cities, which I love the two cities part of it because it does make it more there. There at least is a chance for a team in the back to come back to the front. So I wrote down at the beginning questions. Will the Derek and Lewis bromance continue? Will Emily be able to fight through the pain? And then I wrote, will Marcus and Michael finish second and be super pissed? So this is where these are the things that I wanted answered during this mega leg. So they're in Malaga, Spain, which I love this. They're in a new country. You know, I love a new country. And this is where I didn't know this. Pablo Picasso is from, which is cool. 
And they start they start the leg by leaving in two groups. So we have Derek and Claire. We have Lewis and Michelle. So the front group, thumbs up to the front group. And then group two is everybody else. So the problems with group two are Emily really can't walk at this point. They start the leg by going down this hill and Emily is mm. struggling. And I feel for her because currently I have a boot on my foot with a couple of fractures <laughs> in my ankle. So I can only imagine having to, I mean, I have trouble walking around the apartment. Imagine, you know, running, trying to run down. The downhill is so much worse to get to get to the start of the leg. Imagine you've made it this far. You're top five. You're at the end. There's basically just a couple of legs left. And you can't move like that is mm. and it's rough because you don't want to be out. You don't want to take yourself out of the race. And then you have um, David and Aubrey. David is I like David. He starts talking about how he feels just blessed to be there and they're getting a little bit more airtime. I'm not confusing them with the team that left for COVID at this point. And they are they're They're really starting to grow. Yes. Up. And I like that a lot. Like I, they were just sort of like extras, <laughs> like, you know non-player characters at one point, but now they're in it and, and they're, they're in doing, it. Yeah, they are in it. And um, for the first time, for, I think for the first time this season, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. We hear about money. So on all of the old seasons, they used to say, they used to give you a certain amount of dollars for each leg of the race. And if you ran out of money, tough. Like in the old, old, old seasons, you could beg strangers for money. And then they outlawed that rule because people were begging people in like third world countries who had very little money for money because they would mm. run out of money. And then the rules when I raced where you couldn't ask strangers for money, but you could ask other teams for money. So you could help other teams out. And now um, the most recent seasons with COVID, there hasn't been much talk of money because they haven't been taking taxis or public transportation. So what do they really need it for? Right. Um, but this parking one, they lot. Said, parking right, lot. I guess, right. <laughs> if you're Emily and Molly, you need it because you're going to pay euros for a parking lot. Just turn around. Anyway, it says you have zero euros for this. Like, so also they didn't get any money. There was just a mention of money. Okay. So they run down this hill and they get their first roadblock, first of two, which is who will be a master of pieces, which is cute because masterpiece. And they have to do a puzzle. I loved this puzzle. This was very Big Brother vibes because I have seen about as many seasons of Big Brother as you have seen of The Amazing Race. But I have seen this challenge on Big Brother before where they have layers to a puzzle and they have to like slide them in and make like the layers on top of each other look like the final picture, which is a very cool puzzle. Yes. But the pieces to this puzzle probably weighed more than I did. They were very, very large pieces of, I think, plexiglass and like painted plexiglass. And so I'm looking at this. I think. I think for the most part, each team had the less strong member, not Marcus and Michael, but they're both very strong. But most of the women did this test. And so we have Claire, Michelle, Aubrey, Marcus and Emily. And Emily does this task even with her messed up knee because she feels like it's less running than what might be the second roadblock. Now, and, my yeah. question to that is, what is the rules of like mm -hmm. how many robots can one person do back to back? And like, because I feel like even with her injury, I felt like she kind of had to do this. Not like I felt like production was like, Ashley, no, you have to do this one. Yeah. So in the old seasons of the show, one person could do every robot. And wow. then it was like season six, maybe, where most of the teams were co-ed and the men were doing every roadblock where they changed the rules, where it had to be more of an even amount of roadblocks. When I raced, it was through the first after leg eight, each partner had to have done four 
So you had to be even. And then come leg at the legs after that, you still had to even it out. But um, I think for logistical reasons, there was one, there was an odd number. So someone could have done one more than the other. So I think it was like six to five on my season. I did five of the 11 roadblocks. So now you can do as many as you want back to back. Like Molly could have done the first four, let's say, but then Emily would have had to do the next four. It doesn't have to be back and forth. It can be based upon what you believe your strengths are or your weaknesses are. So given the fact that this one didn't have a lot of running or a ton of heavy lifting, you had an assistant to help you lift the pieces. I think that's why they decided that Emily would do this one because on a mega leg or a leg where you have two roadblocks, usually it's whoever does the first one cannot do the second second one. one. Right. So when she saw that this one wasn't, you know, bicycling or running a lot downhill or something, she decided to do this one. Very smart. Also, not so smart. Claire and Michelle pick the two stations furthest away from the example, which really must have helped Emily because normally you'd pick the one closest to the example so you could look look at it more easily. And I think that gave Emily a tiny, tiny bit of a leg up. Although a lot of people, hmm, yeah, a lot of people had a problem with this roadblock. It, if the pieces were smaller, I think it would be much easier. I think I would have laid them maybe out on the ground on top of each other before sliding them all in back and forth, but I'm not sure what I would have done. I mean, I I thought this was like a great challenge because Agreed. I feel like it, it's a mind bender. It's visual, but I was just struggling as to watching it because a lot of people were like, I just had the first two wrong, but I'm like, well, how you know which one is the first one as opposed to which one is the like the last one? And then when they were like going back and looking at the photo, I like took a screenshot. Of, well, I took a photo of it on my phone because I'm like, I really want to like, visualize myself in there and I feel like I would have struggled on this because like I'm just confused so do you have any insight on this like because I feel like you're a puzzle girl so I thought the difficult part of it is that was all on plexiglass as opposed to the the back pieces being like a solid color like the painting was like white in the background so you were getting stuff from the back through to the front. So if someone walked by or there was sunlight or whatever, or glare, I thought it was very hard to see um, the back. And I think the back piece should have been opaque. And what I did like about what the Amazing Race did was that it would tell you, um, like, for example, Claire checked the first time and it said the saxophone player was wrong. So at least it was telling us what they had wrong. Like Claire had the saxophone player wrong. Michelle had the guitar player wrong. Then it was like, um, I think it was, Maybe it was Marcus. It was like, had this, 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 and this wrong. Like, poor. And then it turned out that Marcus only had the back piece wrong for no. so long. I felt for him. I was dying at Michael. But Michael was on the sideline. Now, normally, they're positive. Michael was like, he said he was good at painting. At this point, I've got 0% confidence in him. I was like, oh, God. They used to be so relaxed. I remember when Michael was doing the Ducati like assembly and Marcus just basically took a nap on the sideline. He was chilling. He was like, he's got this. It's fine. And now it's like, does he got this? I don't know. And so they they show signs of maybe like this is the first time they're in the back. This is the first time they're like dead last. And I start to get a little worried for them because, you know, I, I pause my screen 30 minutes into a 60 minute episode. They were still at the puzzle and they were the only ones left of the puzzle. And there was still other stuff to be done. So, um, but we've seen yeah. Glenda and Lumamba in the same predicament on a mega leg and still yeah. kind of like carry it through. However, like, this one is a little difficult for me because there's like no the, Charisse there. To like. I mean, 
There is no Sharif and Linton there. Also, it's like, if it's Marcus and Michael and Molly and Emily, like, okay, I love the brothers, but I think I love the twins more. So it's like, whew, okay, but. I don't know. I, I love them both. I would, I mean, I'm yeah, at this point, you know what? Honestly, I don't think there's a team, even Aubrey and David are growing on me so much that I don't think there's a team I would be like, oh, I don't want them to win. No, at I, this, yeah. yeah. At this point, I am happy. And again, this is the first time that I've watched these seasons with you that like I am very happy with the win, like everybody, because I feel like even this time last season with Kim and Penny or Kim and whatever, I, I wasn't sold on them just yet. Well, plus we had Raquel and Kayla, which I don't think either of us were super sold on till the end. I, so. I mean, yes, but I also feel I take that back because I feel like after watching Kayla on oh, the challenge, she is great. yeah, mm-hmm. like I feel like, but that's also why, like, I like to stick to my opinions when I see them because it's like I love for people to like prove me wrong. But right, remember you met Leo and Alana, and you were like, you are just the coolest person. Like, yes. I- Well, editing, editing is a thing. We say it, we say it, we say it. Okay. So anyway, so they have to go through this, this puzzle where you're sliding pieces into a Picasso to make it look like the example. And Claire gets it first on her second try. Um, Michelle has a tiny little mini. I I saw Michelle on her Instagram was like, if I'm having a freak out this week, don't message me. And I was like, oh, she's going to have a brook week. Like I feel for her already. And then I watched her and I was like, this is what you were worried about. Like maybe she had more of a freak out and they just didn't show it. And they were very kind to her, but she didn't even really freak out. They got, I mean, she fell a little, she ended up in third out of there. Like after Aubrey, who did it, I think on her second, second. Sex, she did great. And then you have Michelle and then you have Emily who wants to show her daughter perseverance. She's really struggling, but she gets it. Like, this is just the message she's as a single mom, like sent out the whole season. I'm really for them and then bringing up the rear you have marcus and michael so yeah um anyway once they get out of there they have to travel by bicycle to this thing called el cubo which is a big cube it looks like a giant rubik's cube and giant like when i tell you giant it's like many many stories tall i mean probably a couple stories tall so derek and claire are in first but Derek gets on his bicycle and basically mentions that he has crashed everything. Everything. Yeah. Rollerblades. Skateboard. Like Skateboards. And snowboards. Like, and I'm like, is he, is he being funny? And then it's like, at one point, like Claire's like, you can't stop like that, Derek. And then like, I'm like, oh wait, baby boy is being serious. Yeah, no, Derek he's not being like, funny. Every time I pedal, like I'm having like flashbacks and I'm like, oh my God. And again, another reason to adding to the layer of like what I love about Claire and Derek. Like I, I, already had a love for them going into this but I think for me what I find the most endearing about Derek and Claire is that they actually are pretty vulnerable and pretty open and honest with a lot about themselves however at times it's masked in like comedy or a funny way so it's like I don't think that you really get to uh Sometimes it can go over your head like when he was saying like all the things that he crashed and then like you know he was talking about how he was traumatized at first i was like oh my god look at Derek just being so whatever but then like when the commercial went on and i like thought about it a little more i was like oh my god like he's actually like sharing a lot and the fact that he's like overcoming this and doing so well and just like you can just even see his hesitation on the bike it just really had me look at them in a uh, a different light and also just like 
I love Claire where she was like, like, I, I guess she was yelling at first. And then she was like, okay, I'm like, I didn't mean to yell. I'm like, you know, like, I love that like type of uh, catch yourself when you're wrong. Right. Media apologize about it and kind of like move forward. I just, um, I really am having a liking uh, for them. Although I like them a lot, but you know, my heart is always going to be where it's going to be at. And that's <laughs> it's in Miami. My, it's Miami <laughs> with Lewis and Michelle, but okay. I will say at one point when he's like, can I walk the bicycle? <laughs> I, I like that she had the self-awareness to be like, okay, well, yelling's not going to work. We need to try a different tack. And she did. And they did very, very well. So they get, they find the cube and it's the clue for this episode's detour, which was either fish fry or sailboat supply. And this did not seem equal to me at all. Okay. It, it, I have flashbacks of, I forget what challenge it was last season but i know that ryan and dusty were the only ones to do it it was like in the clear boat this reminded me of like you go oh, on the submarine yeah. and look at the fish or you could go that like kayak. and the, mm-hmm. the kayak around the clear boat this i was like oh my god like very similar where it's like one is detail oriented and going to take you a long time the other one is physically um it's going to take a lot physically out of you but if you stay strong to the course you're not going to jump ahead of space but you could kind of like come the place that you arrived essentially you could leave in that place right yeah okay that's totally fair and i think that since only one team did the sailboat supply and we'll talk about that team in a second because we knew who was going to be and we knew oh, how they were going to do oh bay bay brooke i literally okay anyway go okay. ahead cuz no, oh, all right i was going to say we, we, okay fine so in fish fry you had to spear and roast like i think it was 18 fish to get a clue now I'm sorry. I have no, it just seemed really easy to me. Like, what did you have to do? Salt the fish? Like they weren't even, first of all, why does nobody want to touch fish? Like so many were scared of fish. It's just fish. Like I come from a a very black family. Okay. We fry fish. We cook. Like I was like, so first of all, it looked delicious to me. Live fish. I would have been up in that sucker. Like, Salt them, okay. Listen, I would have been like, where like the garlic? Derek was like, yeah, when Derek did the bay. salt bay, and I was like, kind of mad that they didn't even highlight that more. He kind of did it a little bit, and I was like, I was looking at Derek. for music. Yeah, it was funny. So Derek. yes, and in sailboat supply, they had to inflate, inflate, and then, yeah, inflate. So remember that, and then balance on a paddleboard with a cooler of ice and eight life vests, and and paddle it out to some yacht in the middle of the sea and deliver it. Which it looked, looked like fun, far, but it did look far. Right. So almost everybody decides to do the fish fry. So Derek and Claire immediately go over and watch the demo. And they start doing it wrong, but immediately realize that it's just it's the way you put the fish on the skewer. I guess that's the trick. Make sure you salt the fish. I guess that's the trick. And so, and then, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you I go. was just going to say, like, mm-hmm. this was the like the kind of sort of irritating part for me was that like, OK, like you had to put the heads of them like in the inside. But my thing was like, if it's about the plating of them, why does it matter which way you put them on the skewer? Because you could just flip them on the plate. True. My problem with it was if you did something wrong, they were allowing you to take those skewers off, fix them and then use them again. Like um, Aubrey and David forgot to salt their fish. And Derek helps them, which that, mm, that was mm-hmm. that I said, OK, they're good people because they're good people. Because if you are my partner, Brooke, and as cool as everybody is, if you would have been Derek right now, I would have been like, ah, 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 
got Brooke, get your behind over here. But Claire did say that, like, their model is they don't mind helping others as long as it, to the point where it becomes a hindrance or it's slowing them down, then it's like we can't help them. So I guess, like, they, they, this was already cooking. So it was like they could kind of sort of help them out. But I just, well, was there any part of you that thought maybe if it was not Aubrey and David, they wouldn't have helped? I mean, Aubrey and David have sort of been toward the back. And then you have a very physically strong team that you know is behind you in Marcus and Michael. Do you think maybe they were helping Aubrey and David so that maybe Marcus and Michael fell a little bit further I behind? Mean, I, I mean, listen, it's a strategy. Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm not mad, but I just thought that that was like really, 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 really nice because honestly, like they would have had to cook. And no, there was another thing of mine that I was mm. like, okay, well, if you forget the salt, baby, after you put it on the plate. <laughs> that I think they would have said no. Because the whole point of these things is this is why it was bothering me. These kind of tasks are follow direction tasks. Make sure you follow what the demonstration is doing. Now, the demonstration didn't have you put the skewers on the heat and then salt them. And that seemed to be a pass. And so it bothered me. But honestly, whatever. A lot of things bother me. I'll get over it. So let's talk a little bit about Lewis and Michelle. Okay. So, mm-hmm, go ahead. I'll we did go not ahead. know the treat that we were in. First of all, when they saw surf and turf or <laughs> fish and dip. Lewis was like, listen, we're in Spain. So my family is, we're going to come kill it. I was like, okay, paddleboard. Then when I saw that the paddleboards needed to be inflated, I oh, said, God. oh, it was Lewis it was, it was stomping. Uh-huh. about to go crazy. And Lewis was like, guys, over people. And then mind you, at one point, I think Michelle is just sitting in the front like, he was a monster and i kind of i expected it i was waiting for it i was like oh he's gonna go ham on this and he went bananas and it was a joy to watch it was a pleasure and these two are all we practiced paddle boarding before of course you did of course you did they said they practiced a lot of stuff i love this um i think it's very funny when someone's like i practiced this and then they're miserable at it but these guys practiced it and they did fine they like they were so it. excited about the fact that they were getting to do something that they practice. And I think the given the fact that I believe this was a much harder detour and the more time consuming detour, um, they had a lot of fun with it. They the rule was if you spilled too much of the ice, you would have to do the whole thing again. Um, Lewis was holding on to that ice cooler like it was his firstborn child. It almost went over the paddleboard uh, at one point. But my thing was like when Lewis finally got on it and they started paddling and you could actually see how far that boat was. I was like, oh, my God. And also, thank God for the editing, because Lewis is strong, but they were not going fast. <laughs> like, right. it, like I could tell that that was a long paddle. But listen, Lewis did it with a smile on his face. They got there. Um, they delivered it. Now, I also was cracking up when they got back and they're like, Woo, Spain, we did it! And everyone on the beach is just like, <laughs> and they don't care. They're just like, We did it! We're back! I just listen. I don't know why Lewis is like this, but I love it. We want to see more of it. Uh, I think it's very clear. My winner pick, 
is Lewis I know, I know. And I think it's so funny, whether it's, and I think back about all the things they've done, whether he's like sliding across AstroTurf or it's just like rolling a thing of Parmesan cheese. And he's like, yes, like he's just so happy about everything he's done. And when they were doing their confessionals, sitting on the, like the side by the, with the water behind them, if you look on Lewis's knee, oh, he no. got some scrapes and it looked like, I was like, that's what you get. For sliding on AstroTurf. But listen, we still love Lewis and Michelle. But again, I love everybody. I do. Like Derek and Claire. I love Will and Aubrey. Oh, no. No. See, you did it too. I'm sorry. You, no. It was Will and Aubrey. Abby. You did it too. Will. Aubrey and David. Aubrey and David. <laughs> I, I love the, their more personalities. I love the brothers. I love Emily and Molly. Those are my yeah. girls. But my heart this season. Every season, my heart goes to somebody. I didn't know that they would get it so early. But we just <laughs> love. Lewis and Michelle. Yeah, I mean, they're a joy to watch. So Emily and Molly to get there. Emily and Molly, were Emily and, Emily and Molly the ones who just literally ride by the cube? On their yes, yes, yes. So em- they, this, first of all, for anyone who didn't see it, this cube has to be 30 feet tall. And like, it's huge. And it's bright. It's like neon bright and huge. It's not hard to find. The episode shows them on their bicycle. It's it, like, it's right here. And they're like, oh, where, where is it? It should be on our left. And then it's like, wah, wah, it's right behind you. And then they finally find it. Meanwhile, at this time, which is about 36 minutes into the episode, Marcus and Michael are still at the puzzle. <laughs> but they're supporting each other. Nobody's yelling. Nobody's getting down on anyone publicly. Michael's sort of like, I don't think we're ever going to be able to uh, yeah. be here for But once Marcus realized he had the back panel wrong, they fixed it and they were good to go. And they're psyched to get on the bicycles because they think they can close the gap. Now, here's the part of the episode that sort of made me, it's not really chuckle, but go, hmm, because Derek's all, I crash everything. I'm scared of bicycles. Michael was legitimately hit by a car while on a bicycle when he was eight years old and had like a very small chance of surviving, mm. like had a cerebral hemorrhage, like, and is still ready to go and conquer your fears. And then Marcus starts laughing and making fun of him, which makes me, I'm like, this is brotherhood. I was like, He's talking very seriously about like, and I almost didn't survive, but perseverance. And Marcus is like, just (laughs) shut up. Like, I, I think that they are, I, I really like them. I, I don't know who I hope goes home, but I hope they don't go home. I hope nobody goes home. Now. I know. Can we just write the editors and tell them to change it? So my favorite thing about this detour is, you know, I love when both sides of the detour can see each other. Mm-hmm. So when Lewis and Michelle are doing the paddle boarding, you see Emily and Molly and Aubrey and David be like, oh, they're right there. And so anyway, Derek and Claire get out first. Then you have Aubrey and David who get out second because they cheat for them and tell them to salt the fish. Then you have Lewis and Michelle who got their third and left third. Just like you said, they kept their spot. And so Emily and Molly are at the fish. Um, they're, I don't think they're doing anything horribly wrong. They, they look like they're doing really good. Is uh, Molly mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden is like trying to be like, you're cooking it too much. This was, And then like, they're like falling apart off of the thing. And then even to her, and I guess this is what kind of pissed you off a little bit, because then I think Molly even says like, what slowed us down was we didn't realize that even if like some of the, the fish off the skewers fell like we could have still used them to plate no that does piss me off it's not how it should work but what i will say is i kind of was hoping emily wasn't hurt because she talked about how she paddle boarded down the colorado river 
um, with her daughter. daughter. So she, yeah, she was psyched. She, I think they would have been really good at the other half of the detour, but circumstances being what they were, they had to do this side to conserve her knee. And so after the detour is over, um, they get a postcard, which tells them where to go for the next clue. And they get in this really sexy, like mm-hmm. Audi convertible and start driving to, I don't remember where in Spain, which is fine, but I don't know. Did they tell us? Hold on. Let me, let me check. Let me check. Oh, you know, okay. Let's see listen. If they tell us. No, I don't think they tell us. If they okay. do tell us, someone can correct me. So at the end of the episode, you have Derek and Claire, you have Aubrey and David, and you have Lewis and Michelle in sexy Audi convertibles traveling to wherever they're going next fame. You have Emily and Molly just got their fish on the skewers and Marcus and Michael are still bicycling to the fish and to be continued. And so, but, uh, so I, uh, I hope they're driving somewhere far enough where they get a chance to catch up. To like catch up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But it ended Marcus and Michael did catch up to the fish and mm-hmm. Emily and Molly had to do a tester and it failed. And so Marcus and Michael had some fish on the grill. So I, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love how like it's such in a game. And then, okay. Although I don't like this, but I do like it, but I don't, <laughs> I like the fact that Michael was like, we love Emily and Molly, but we are committed to this. And if it comes down so we have to run. We'll push a bitch over. No, they didn't say that. No, they, they didn't say that. that. But, but they obviously, he was alluding like she got that messed up knee, and we ain't gonna feel bad because like we're in. And but here's the thing though, like I low key love that. Like love I that. love that. Like like that. Listen, we in here, Spo. But it's just like, uh, I it's a million dollars. I mean, I'm not gonna feel. I, I they just look. These are lovely people. They met what a couple weeks ago. So like. I don't care how much I love you after knowing you two weeks. I'm not going to give you a million dollars. Like this I'm, is a race for a million dollars. I will. I'm not saying I'll push you over. I'll push you over. Like I'll do what I have to do. But it's like I life also, changing money. I mean, no, oh, yeah. And again, but I also love, so I love that. And I also love the determination, the underdog story of Emily and Molly who like are by all means. And I also do feel like, um, I feel like I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because, you know, last season I was like, when people get done a challenges, I don't like when people gloat like, yeah. And then, you know, here this season, I'm like, I do. But honestly, I do feel like there is a difference because I don't feel like Lewis, the way <laughs> Lewis does it. It's like, he is just, happy like like it's not like i kind of sort of felt like at times no the difference is you like lewis and michelle so much that they can do no wrong and last season when people were doing it that were people that you may have liked a little bit less then it's not okay no i see through it it's i loved ryan ryan is currently in this daddy calendar is that also a ploy for lewis i mean bryce let's Let's be real here. Like, Lewis is not making it to your calendar. Oh, my right God. Now. I think we might have to. Derek was know. angling for it, but let's I mean, get listen, real. I mean, I mean, but I, um, but I love the fact that, like, again, Molly and Emily just have been, like, staying low to the ground. They've been, like, they've just been, like, that, the like, the little train that could. Or we're, like, the chugga, chugga, mm-hmm. chugga, 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 chugga. Like they've just been chuck, like they've just been choo choo. Like they have just, I don't know, I can't find I, the words that I want to say aren't coming out, but I feel like the choo 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 choo
consistent. Yeah. And I respect it. Like, I just like, I, I just love everybody at this point. I mean, I know, I know it's kind of annoying. It's a love fest. We love them all. I, I, I'm used to being like spicy and, and, ha- and have a I lot know. of things to say. It's Let's weird. find more things to complain about next week. Okay, we'll have to. But I mean, I'm just going to make a-, a list of gripes. <laughs> but I, uh, and I'll be like, Brooks gripes, episode 10. It's fine. I will say next week, apparently, a lot of people are scared of heights and there oh. is some crying. So, oh. okay. As someone who cried every episode, even when I didn't cry, it would look like I was crying. That's fine. I'm looking for some other people to maybe shed some tears. Not like in pain or hurt, but you know, like make it hard. Yes. It's the amazing race. Make it hard. Make it harder than throwing a couple of fish on a grill. I'm Don't just do that. Great. <laughs> Don't do that. The fish looked good. Right. And then also they had to eat the fish at the end. One of them had to eat the fish at the end. Uh, also, right. make them both eat fish. First I don't of all, care I've been tearing it up. I would have been. Uh, I'd have been tearing. It looked good, like fresh off that smoked wood. I'd been like, yeah, that looked good. But listen, this has been yes. your hit stop for season thirty-four, episode nine. Uh, hope everyone has a happy and healthy Thanksgiving oh, next yes. week. Brooke and I will be back. We bringing our computers to our family's house, so we will yes. give you. The pit stop next week. I might be so, five pounds heavier from turkey, uh, uh, but listen, you know what? I'm, I don't I'm care. Still this is thirty-five pounds of pasta and wine from Italy, but it's the okay. That's but the we'll, best. we'll be back. Brooke Cam, hi. Thank you as always, Brooke. Where can the Thank people you. follow you at if they want to wish you a happy holiday? Oh, yay! I'll wish you back a happy holiday. The Facebook is me. The Instagram is <laughs> it's just my name, and then Instagram is uh, at the real B Cam High, and Instagram and Twitter if that's still a thing. Okay. And um, I'm not any of the other things so that's 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 it, <laughs> that's it. this has been your pit stop thank you brookie poo we'll be thank back you. next week good. bye okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for advice given to you by Bryce. It's time for advice with Bryce. Hey, Bryce. I need some advice with Bryce. How do you handle being around people you can't stand? One of my good friends is on again, off again with her husband, and he has cheated on her, blackmailed her, and just generally been a super terrible person. Now they are together again, and it is so hard to be around him at social events like Christmas parties. What should I do? Deirdre from Canada. Hey, Deidre from Canada. I thought that this was such an appropriate time of the year for advice with Bryce, given Thanksgiving is this week, the holidays are coming up, and we all probably have a family member, somebody's boyfriend, husband, wife, cousin, friend that we don't necessarily love to be around. However, given these circumstances, we're kind of forced to be around people that we don't like. This definitely hit close to home for me as well as I've got some, you know, public appearances I've got to make in the near future family events coming up. And yes, there are people that we just don't want to give our energy to. And I just think that it is really important that, you know, Purple Pants Posse, I always say I'm on a road 
for a better Bryce. And even in these last, I'd say, two months, I feel like there's been a lot of things going on. And I have a very good friend. His name is Wendell Holland. And he is always encouraging me to take the high road. He's like, you know, when they go low, what Michelle Obama say, we go high. Now, in times, it's hard to practice that because I'm just being honest and I feel like that's on this podcast. You know, you get the real uncut, raw, spicy, pricey. It's hard. And especially when your emotions are in it. And especially like for this advice, if your friend, someone that you love, somebody that you care about is with a partner that you don't like or they don't treat your friend how you feel as though they should be treated. It's hard for you as that friend to then be around this person and, and smile and kiki when you know you really want the best interest of your friend or when people are saying lies about you, spreading false narratives, and then you are forced to be in this circle, this setting in which you got to kind of sort of like, hi, you doing? But it, the mantra is really true. When they go low, you go high. And sometimes going high is not even giving it energy. And my mom always says the best response at times is no response at all. And in practice, it's really hard because when people press your buttons, when somebody's hurting someone that you love, when somebody is blatantly lying about you, when someone is trying to tarnish your rep reputation, you want to defend yourself. You want to stand up for what's right. However, in this situation, you've got to respect your friend. I think if your friend asks you for advice about her husband and it's a, a space in which that you can be honest, you can absolutely tell your friend about that person. However, as a friend, you in times have to support that friend, even if it's not a great relationship. Listen, if, the, if you love it, if you like it, I love it. And keeping it cute, is what I always say. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you, Bob. Nice to see you, Jamal. And and that's it. And in my past life, I probably would be the person that's like, oh, I'm not speaking to them. I'm not saying nothing. And I would make it very uncomfortable. I had to realize that like I'm giving that situation energy. They can see that, oh, I'm not speaking. I'm not like, no, we don't have time for that. We're getting ready to go into a new year. We want blessings for ourselves. We want blessings for our friends. We want blessings for people around us. And people have to make their own decisions. And as friends, as supporters of other people, we have to allow them that journey. You know, I say that I'm on a journey to a better Bryce. Your friend has to go on that journey for a better her. And she's got to get to that point of where she is done in that relationship. If you keep telling her, oh, he ain't good for you. He ain't this. He ain't that. You know, that might not be what she needs. She just might need a friend to just support and love on her. And I think that that really honestly is the best approach to your situation is just be the best friend that you can be to your friend. If they're with their partner, give them that respect. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Small talk. And that's it. And if and when it comes to the point that their relationship is over, you be that friend for your friend. When it comes to people that are, you know, just not good people and, and don't want the best for you and, and make lies about you, you know, hey, you kill them with kindness. And sometimes killing with kindness is just a smile and a wave. Know your worth, know who you are and know the actions and what you truly believe in are going to speak for themselves.
Okay, the haters are always going to hate. You know, people are always not going to be in the best situations. And at times, you just got to do what's best for you and support the people that you love. And that really is the best response to anything is that be true and be who you are to yourself. Always love the people that are around you. Support the people that are around you. And that's it. That's that's the advice with Bryce. Okay. Is love yourself, respect yourself, love, respect the people that are around you. And that's it. And if we can do that and you can lead by that example, I know that your friend would appreciate it so much. And it might give her the strength to maybe walk away from the relationship. You never know. She might end up being with him for 30 years. So you just have to give that friend that space, love on them, support them, keep your comments to yourself unless they are asked, if the friend asks you. But, you know, keep your comments to yourself. I've got a couple of friends that are in relationships that I don't necessarily like. And in the beginning, I used to always like tell them my opinion or what I thought, what this. And then what I realized was that it's only drawing. It's only making a wedge between my friend and I, you know, it, it, they're like, you know, it's making putting distance between us. So I have just learned to support the things in which people are doing in their lives, even if I have to support it from a distance and, you know, really work on the friendship, really work on yourself. And at the end of the day, that's all we can truly do. Thank you so much for submitting in this week's advice with Bryce. And once again, if you feel like you need advice with Bryce, please do not hesitate to reach out to the Purple Pants Podcast. You can contact Bryce at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky, freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be. And we are on to this week's advice with Bryce. I had saw this article. One of my friends, Sarah, had sent it over to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like, we got to talk about this. It's like such a great uh, topic. However, it just brings home the point even more when we're talking about, you know, the Colorado Springs mass shooting at a gay nightclub in Club Q and those beautiful souls lives that were taken and the countless people that were injured just because they wanted to go out and have a good time. Whew, it truly frustrates me. Um, and it's just again, this world just needs so much more accepting, which is why I feel like this week's freak of the week is just so important. Melbourne United starting center Isaac Humphrey made an announcement about his sexuality last Tuesday. The Australian National Basketball League player said publicly that he was gay. He went on to say that he hopes his announcement will give other athletes the confidence to come out. Isaac Humphrey played college basketball at Kentucky from 2015 to 2017, and he posted a video on social media of him telling his teammates on Wednesday. I believe it is definitely time to make a change and set an example to the next generation that they can be anything they want to be while still being true to themselves. Humphrey said, I want to demonstrate that you can be a professional athlete. You can be anything you want and still be gay is what he told his teammates. And that saying is just 
so true. And the title of this podcast is Giving Thanks. And me just giving thanks to the Purple Pants Posse for always allowing me to truly just be myself and exist and tell the stories that I tell from the perspective that I tell them from. And I think that Isaac coming out is such a huge monumental step forward that there are so many people not living in their truths and which is why the suicide rate in the LGBTQ plus community is so high while the, why the teen homelessness rate is so high because people are so scared of being shunned We're so scared of being killed for just living in our truth. And it is about to be 2023 and people can't even go out to the nightclub and just have a good time without someone who feels differently or someone that has hate in their heart. And which is why, again, I commend Isaac Humphreys so much for standing in your truth, literally life or death, because they out here killing us because we're gay. And I don't stand for it. And I know that the Purple Pants Posse doesn't stand for it. And I, again, as always, I say, be who you are. Love who you want. Be true to yourself. Life is too short for you not to be the person that you are meant to be. I, again, commend Isaac Humphreys for stepping out and living authentically himself. My condolences to anyone affected, the family, the community of Colorado Spring that happened this weekend at Club Q. Uh, My thoughts and prayers are with you, as always. And if Isaac Humphreys is this week's Freak of the Week, that means we are coming to a close of another amazing podcast. I thank you guys so much for allowing me to live in my truth and the, the, the comfort that I know that I have in my Purple Pants Posse. I truly appreciate you so much. If you have not already, please ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that we are giving thanks. Because it's a, it's a. It's a It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.